Hello, and welcome to the Vergecast. Uh, I'm Neil Patel. I just realized I have no idea what day it is or what <laughs> time it is. Uh, but I know that it is either the first, second, or third day that we have been at CES. Uh, is, we are now calling... In, in, hello, I'm Dieter Bone. <laughs> in previous years, we called this the press day, the day when there are all the press conferences. We used to call it day zero. That's yeah. correct. But that's dumb. Well, because no. yesterday was day zero. No, yesterday was day negative one. Dan Seifert is here. Oh, uh, yeah. This is Dan Seifert. Uh, I'm also Sean O'Kane is here. I'm a fan of the negative number days as well. Yeah. yeah the negative number days. So here's uh, – let's, let's start with some real real inside baseball media <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, or let's start with the sound of a large <laughs> forklift. So if you haven't it's heard early the enough cast, in CES that they're still building it. We are yeah. put it that way. It's early enough that I'm still. We should introduce uh, the Vergecast so. to all our brand new listeners who are following us because of CES. That's true. Yeah. Um, so hello, this is the Vergecast. We're very professional. Um, it is uh, the flagship podcast <laughs> of uh, multi-channel media experience known as TheVerge.com. Today um, we're broadcasting from Home Depot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but we are live at a large trade show called the Consumer Electronics Show, CES for short if you're in the know, uh, or if you're an extremely pedantic employee of the Consumer Technology Association, <laughs> yeah. which recently renamed itself from the Consumer Electronics Association, because electronics uh, uh, is a bad, shitty word, but technology probably means you're like a startup billionaire. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I that, see what they did there. Pretty sure that's what that means. Uh, wow. So anyway, we're at CS. It's the biggest trade show in tech. Uh, it happens for whatever insane reason the first week of January. So you go home, you see your family, uh, you open presents. I don't know what you do. Whatever you do at the holidays. However, in whichever way you wish to celebrate. Drink. Uh, you drink, you relax, and then that you did. get on a plane to Las Vegas <laughs> For a week yep. to be uh, basically just overwhelmed by insane things, uh, all of which, which all of which light up and have LEDs. So if you're me, that that fills you with rapturous joy. Um, <laughs> if you're the rest of the tech press, uh, mostly you just like I don't know, complain on Twitter. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I love uh, CES, uh, and I have for years. Um, and so this show, it's weird. It, um, it used to just be about like home theater stuff. And then now it's basically about like smartphone things that connect to your smartphone. Yeah, it's uh, a giant smartphone accessory show. Yeah, it's, we it's have, wild. We have cars that are smartphones. Um, I mean, if I have to hear another <laughs> Volkswagen major, made a car that they called like the Volkswagen something something touch. It's, it's called the E Touch. The E Touch. The E Touch. It's oh. literally when a name that HTC rejected for a phone <laughs> when HTC was still relevant. Everybody <laughs> else stopped putting E in front of things like three years ago. Yeah, and I'm and now they're all at the end of it. It's something <laughs> E. <laughs> the Moto G E Touch. Bowling for beers. Bring them over here, Frank. We need bottle Eat. openers. Look, so here's what you need to know about the Vergecast during CS Week. We do it every single day of the show. We are um, thank strung you, out. Do you have an opener? It's a real key it's concern here. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I have one in my bag. So we do, it, we do this every day of the show, um, and each day it gets progressively yeah, crazier and more tired. Yeah. Um, so this, and we're this starting day, at a pretty high level of crazy and tired right we now. We are. It's yeah. been a long day. Yeah. So uh, the show floor at CES officially opens tomorrow. Yeah. Um, that's when we can run inside and do all the stuff. But if you just think about logistically how a show like CS works, you can't let people run around booths full of new products unless you've announced those new products. Right. So the day before, everyone has all their big press conferences um, where they announce all the new stuff. And what's happened now at CES is there's so many companies that are here 
and so many new kinds of companies, not just Sony, Samsung, LG, but a million car companies are here as well. Uh-huh. Whatever that there's now two days of pre build up before the show begins. So you have day negative one, you have day we'll zero, it, but we're we have, and we're declaring this year that press day today is now day one. That's how we did it oh, on the wow. site, and is what we mean. Right. So we we have. Because they added an extra day on the front end. You know, we're pulling we a real Sony press conference vibe here. We've talked for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. and not, CES and not is also your nonstop des- destination for nomenclature oh, discussion. Yeah. I have to tell you, look, if you have if you have thoughts about what number the days should be, and I assume that VergeCast listeners are really into numbering days. Yeah. The calendar buffs all. We just spent like two weeks counting down. Most of us just spent two weeks counting the days to Christmas. I mean, this is like what you do in the winter. When you can't go outside, you, you wait for you count days. Sean has a weird holiday traditions. <laughs> yeah, no, you Advent calendars. Oh my god. Okay, so we're here at TS. Yes. Uh, it's been two days of stuff. This is our first day of the Vergecast. We're gonna have the Vergecast every day here. Uh, we're doing a control walk delete from the stage. We are at the Verge Lounge. Uh, it's yes. It is not yet built. The show floor is not yet built. We're in early. So if you hear construction noises and don't let this workers, fool you, <laughs> workers screaming in pain, uh, it's because nothing is complete. They are um, not added special effects. We that are is actually happening. Uh, just so you get a lay of the land. We're here in Central Hall. Um, we are, I would say, a half kilometer away from Sony City, uh, <laughs> and just two clicks down from Samsung Town. Yeah. And uh, about 12. Panasonic Stadium. Yeah, is Panasonic has named its booth literally named away. its booth. It has a sign that says Panasonic Stadium. <laughs> it's unclear what sports we played there. Inside Panasonic Stadium is the 4K bullpen. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, and then just so it's next not like door the real it. 4K TVs. It's the backup 4K TVs. Let me give you a sense of how <laughs> fucking crazy this place is. Panasonic built a house. It's in its booth. Yeah. Like uh, They're like, we make a lot that. of smart house stuff. What it's if instead of just <laughs> connecting it to each other and showing you how it works, we showed you what it looked like inside of an actual house. And then they built like a very nice sort of Midwestern house. House. Yeah. Anyway. Inside the stadium. <laughs> Inside the, there's like what's, a rhyme or riddle. You know, here, actually, right? what's funny is um, the house is really expensive because you can see right into Panasonic's <laughs> from the roof. Uh, it's, like, it's like Wrigley Field. Uh, okay, so let's start. Um, we get, yes. Can I just tell you, we the, all went to press conferences today. Yeah, this is this is why I'm making this joke about Sony, and we'll get really deep into Sony in a minute. Sony had so little to announce at CES that Kazurai, the CEO, literally came on stage in front of you know, a thousand people or whatever and a live stream and like all this hype. And he was like, you know, we could talk about new products. Uh-oh. Why don't we first talk about CES? <laughs> CES is kind of amazing, right? There's like all these people here. So many people. He put up a chart of like how many people attend CES. He's like, you don't really got me. They serve 600,000 pounds of food at CES. And then he like put up like 600,000 like in like little like icons, like a infographic. He's like, that was enough to feed like a million bears and then like <laughs> it was just like what are you announcing ces sony is your product ces itself <laughs> and they just literally pattered for 25 minutes before announcing a single sad 4k camcorder i mean i guess i'd want to lead with the meta discussion before a 4k camcorder <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah anyway um that's sad though isn't it i mean they were like the craziest and wildest press conference. They're one of the biggest of the last. Right. So my theory is that the first Samsung was Sony, and then Samsung was Samsung, and now Huawei is Samsung. Think about yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
We'll come uh, back now. <laughs> Intel tried to be Samsung. Yeah, Intel got a little Samsung. They're still Intel. Anyway, Intel's, so we got to start. Intel. <laughs> Sean, you're here. Um, we should start with yesterday. Um, the biggest news yesterday, I think, yesterday was a lot of like little gadget stuff. Yeah. It was like a lot of USB Type C accessories. We can talk about that. But the biggest, like the big hype ridden, must attend journalists flying in just for this one event yeah. was a car company yeah. called Faraday Future. Yeah. Uh, we did a profile on them that was like Faraday Future. It was like lengthy. Um, Tamara Warren did it. It was great. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're a new car company. They're building up to something big at CES. And they talked to all the people. And then they had their event. Do you want to take us through that event? It, I mean, if you're familiar with car events, especially over the last couple of years, it actually felt a lot. And I think this was purposeful, like a Tesla event. Yeah. It had that like plain white stage but it had the sort of it was built like musk usually builds his announcement stages not like you know you look at some of like we're going to be the uh, the national auto show next week in detroit and you look at some of the like the la auto show like car announcements usually have like a much more grandiose look to it this was yeah. very this was a white stage with a some sort of car under a curtain yeah and we had to listen to a lot of people talk yeah, uh, and so they're, they're like SVPs and Nick Sampson, yeah. who's like a well-spoken British man. Yeah. And so the, the combination of like the extreme tech staging and the yeah. accent made it seem like a parody of, <laughs> you know, like before Prometheus came out, they did the fake TED Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like explicitly, it had that vibe, which is why yeah. it felt so much like a Tesla also, thing, because it was yeah. like if you closed your eyes and like y- you could think that like Elon Musk was up there. Because they paraded but, out like three or four executives before they like got into the, the you know, meat and potatoes of the event. Um, they were comparing themselves to other car companies, and at the end, they compared. Well, I won't yeah. spell that. Um, <laughs> and we heard, we heard that people pronounce Jaguar probably like seven hundred Jaguar, yeah. Jaguar, Jaguar. I'm calling it Jaguar for Jaguar. the rest of my life. Uh, no, so that was great because a bunch of them worked there. So yeah. what they announced, they get on stage and they're like, "We're a new company. We're so happy to be here." Um, yeah, the student Nick Sampson's like, we have worked at every company in the world and we can do yeah. it to better. It's just like insane. I mean, he literally sounded like an evil dictator for a while. Um, and then what they basically announced was it's been 18 months since we started. In that time, we've hired 750 people. Yeah, which is up. Like, even from when we profiled them in the fall, it was like 500. So, I mean, they're moving. How are they doing that is an open question. Yeah. Um, they have secured a huge investment from a Chinese company whose name eludes me. L-E-T-V. I knew it was LTE something. Yeah. LETV. The self-described Netflix of China. Right. Which is an <laughs> entertainment company. Yeah. Which yep. is very interesting. Um, they said this is not about buying cars. It's about new ways of doing cars. Uh, they had like the governor of Nevada on stage. Because yeah. they're opening up a big-ass factory in Nevada. They're spending a billion dollars to build a factory to build... So, well, actually, let's back up real quick. So, we've known about this company for a while. We know that they want to make some sort of electric car that probably has some sort of or a big level of autonomy. Yeah. Uh, Also, will probably be some sort of subscription-based ride-sharing service that's, like, a little more vague. Like, we know they want to build an electric car, probably a bunch of different kinds of electric cars. Uh, And then, so they've been based in California while they've been teasing out this information over the last two years. And recently, they announced that they were going to go sort of the test build their own cars with a billion dollar investment in a factory in Nevada because Nevada is doing a really good job of attracting lots of, especially electric car companies, but yeah. lots of new tech companies. And uh, and yeah, their governor, I mean, I was at the Daimler Freightliner uh, 
created a self-driving truck and showed that off in Nevada last year because they have looser restrictions on autonomous driving. Right. And he was there. He was like one of the first ones riding in the truck uh, with like the crazy German head of Daimler. Yeah. It was like the most amazing. Like well, like they honked the horn on the drive out of the tent. We're, so, <laughs> we're Sony again. We got it. What did they yeah. announce? And so so yeah. they, they've spent all this time teasing this stuff and like leaking out these little bits of information. But like kicking the can on that actual announcement of yeah. like what the car is going to be, uh, and in the meantime we found out before the press press conference, but officially at the press conference, uh, that they've spent a lot of the last eighteen months like sort of, yeah, we're building this electric car and this whole big service, but we also made this prototype, which they unveiled on stage last night, and admittedly is a really cool looking car. It and we can like, talk about it. Looks it looks like a Hot Wheels. It's it, a concept yeah. car. It literally so looks like a Hot Wheels I would have had when I was like eight years old yeah. and run on that orange track in my bedroom. Like not the Hot Wheels that are like a Corvette or a Mustang. It's like when, when like Mattel has its own like crazy designs and they put these giant fins on things. Well, no, so, but, so what they, that was like a, they, they fucked it up. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what everybody's talking about. That's not what they announced. That's not what yeah. they announced. What they announced was, hey, our company is huge. We had hired all these people from Apple and Tesla and every major car maker. We have this huge investment from like an entertainment company, which is interesting if you think about the autonomous car part of it. Yeah. Um, they're basically like movie theaters on wheels, right? Like, that's yeah. weird. Um, and what the, then what they actually announced, like the thing that is real, was something that they're calling with the, the vehicle platform architecture. Right. Or the variable platform architecture. Right. That's what the VPA, um, which is not necessarily a new idea. No, it's a <laughs> totally old idea. Um, but it's a it's the core platform for a series of vehicles yeah. that is modular. So yeah. you can, the wheelbase can get longer and shorter. You can add batteries to it. You can power two wheels or three wheels or yeah. four. Like the added benefit for them for sure is the idea that like it re- you would imagine it requires less engineering changing from one model to another because of the way electric cars or the, this electric car and Tesla and probably most electric cars going forward are going to be built is this like a bed of electric batteries that are laid out in a grid because you don't really, we don't have the technology to build like one big battery that lasts a long time yet yeah. for lithium ion. So you lay them out, you, you, thousands of them or hundreds of them, but most likely thousands of them in, in the base of the car. And that, that it looks like it lends itself nicely to making modular cars because it works really well on a graphic. Uh, but yeah, that was that was the most we learned about what they're actually doing. Right. I mean, that was like yeah. the thing that they do. But then they're like, so we can scale this platform any way we want. And they like they had a video where they were showing like wireframes over the platform, mm-hmm. and like the wireframes were very boring. It was like a hatchback, a sedan, uh, an yeah, SUV. A crossover. And they're like, and it can scale all the way up. To this stupid car, <laughs> right? And it like, looks like the Batmobile is in Tron, basically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like Jordan, um, our, our transportation reporter, Jordan Golson, I think said it best. It looks like a 60s Batmobile made for like the 21st century. Right. I mean, yeah. it looks insane. It has one seat. It's, yeah, it's like bonkers. It has one seat. It has uh, oxygen and water pumped like right to your mouth. Right. There's like a head and neck restraint like you get in fancy there's, race but cars. There's also no indication that it moves. There's also no indication <laughs> of how you get in it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's clear, like they. I think you, know, you have to be born from like the cybernetic. Look, you hire seven hundred and fifty people. Like, <laughs> make a couple clay models. Like, yeah, you're like we got nothing to do. Like, yeah. make a Batmobile. Anyway, so that totally distracted from their sure. event. Yeah. yeah. So they put it out, and like my entire Twitter timeline was just like jaded tech people being like, "This won't disrupt Tesla," and it's like it 
that thing is not supposed to. No. This like big factory and this architecture is supposed to. Yeah, that's that's really weird. It just shows that like people haven't really paid enough attention to. And I mean, maybe maybe rightfully so because it's easy to be like, who are these guys coming out of nowhere doing right. whatever they're doing? But like to think that that was going to be the thing that they're actually going to compete with like the Model X or the Model S or anything that Tesla's going to make right. like is just not, it's not what's happening. Yeah, so, so Chris Sigler and I were talking yesterday and it's like what they should have done was been like, we have a plan using this platform to make a hatchback. And you don't have to show it. Be like, right. here's our planned model lineup. Like right. here's, you can start here and you can scale it to here and like, we're going to make a little hatchback and a little sedan and a little blah, blah, blah. And then here's this. And if you turn up the crazy dial, like we can also use this platform to make this race car. Yeah. Um, but I think what precludes them from doing that is this autonomous car sharing entertainment thing. Right. Because, because yeah, go ahead. Well, it just seems like what they want to do is build movie theaters on wheels. Yeah. You get in the car, you like call up a car and you like sit down in it and like, I don't know. LETV plays at you. And right. like there's some sort of entertainment deal that's like maybe subsidize the ride or you know there's some sort of maybe you want to get in the ABC car. Well the other the problem CBS is car. once you say we're oh definitely God. making if a we're hatchback. picking if we're picking, if the future of transportation is like major American television networks and you have to request the like the Big Bang Theory the car. Big oh, Bang God. Mom, I want a limo to go to the prom. You're getting the Big Bang Theory car because <laughs> that's all I can afford. You have to take the Bazinga. <laughs> the Bazinga. Uh, it's awful. Yeah, that's oh, really bad. That's terrible. The Dancing with the Stars but, car. But once they say we're making a hatchback, now we could make a hatchback. We are going to make a hatchback. Then all anybody's going to be saying is, when's a hatchback coming? You're late. Where's the hatchback? Well, no, this is the, the hatchback. Have a timeline. I mean, this yeah. is the problem. And they already gave a timeline, so we haven't, we're going to have a car out in oh, a yeah. couple of years. That's yeah. what I said. I mean, this is the problem with, with hype. I mean, this is this is them... They played this game for as long as they could, which was over the last 18 months, you know, being really coy about what they were going to... I mean, they knew what they were doing with this entire process as far up to, like, this week, where it was like, we're going to give an interview, finally, with some of our lead designers in our factory, and we're going to do it in front By of... By the way, there's just people carrying huge ladders just walking <laughs> all around you. Uh, we're going to do it in front of this, like, car under a tarp, and we're <laughs> going to, like, make a mention of it, but we're yeah. not going to... And it's like, is that our car? And it's... I mean, they've been very careful about like how they've done this yeah. right anyway so that was like the big so one and the then catching up to them. and then what happened this thing about entertainment cars is super interesting to me because the same day uh what was it volvo showed off like a rotating dashboard that yeah. was just a huge screen yeah so you could like yeah. basically the glove compartment that, on the what passenger was, what was side the, what was that thing called was it called the knee anvil <laughs> right yes. well like, it's unclear whether they think that you're gonna have a passenger in that seat Oh. So you're the driver of an autonomous car, and then you push the button, and the thing flips up, and like the steering wheel like recedes, and you like lean back, like watch this huge screen. Right. But so that thing, uh, Jordan and Chris were telling me, is like been around this idea that you're gonna flip up this huge screen. It looks super fucking awesome sci-fi. Like right. when you're a little kid and you're like in a car and you have no idea how anything works and like how space works, and you're like, I wish <laughs> I could push a button and the whole dashboard would flip up well, and the hood would fly away, like. That's it's why bad. when they showed off the first version of this in the fall, Jordan, Gold, like one of the first videos he did for us was sitting in that first version of like where the seat moves and like yeah. the dash moves and all this stuff. But like that, I mean, what we saw yesterday was like this cool animation of like the interior of a full car, whereas like what he got to t try out was just the skeleton <laughs> of like inside where it was just the seat, yeah. just the dash and no nothing else. So, like, so you're right, what was no cool about this? So the, the folding whatever is, like, awesome. Like, I literally just watched that GIF for, like, an hour. Um, yeah. what's, what was interesting about it is what Volvo was actually announcing 
was a streaming video service that intelligently connects the length, the predicted length of your commute when you enter your destination. Yeah. And then shows you, picks shows for you, like assembles content for you that fills that amount of time, which is wild. Yeah. Which is like airlines don't even do that as right. good as they're trying to do this in a car. Well, airlines are like, would you like to watch this popular movie that we've ruined in very specific ways? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Lauren Grush on the way here happened. tweeted she was watching The Martian. Oh, yes. Uh, and she was like, the, his line goes from like, we're going to have to science the shit out of it to like, we're going to have to science the ship, the spit. Spit. Spit yeah, out of it. Yeah. It would have yeah. better if it was ship. Sorry. Anyway. I mean, that movie is amazing, by the way. Can we just talk about The Martian for it's the rest of the movie. show? Lauren Good, don't go away. Oh, she, she can't hear me. Um, just yell at her. Lauren um, Good, <laughs> don't go away. We're gonna we're gonna get done talking about cars, and we're gonna Sean's gonna exit. She can't hear me at all, can she? No, no. yeah. She'll just be. But our listeners listen can, to it. and it is really compelling radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else happened with cars? A bunch of stuff. Uh, and then the other la- the last big car thing, I think, was uh, CarPlay. So Fiat yeah. Chrysler said it's gonna be in Chrysler's Jeeps, whatever. Ford backed all the way down. They're gonna do it. And then yeah. Toyota was like, you know what? We're gonna license all the Ford stuff, but we're not gonna do the CarPlay and Android Auto piece. And my theory is that will eventually impact Toyota sales. Like, I think, so, Yeah. I, our listeners may not know this. Oh, the, uh, no, Toyota, no. like, proudly announced yesterday, yesterday? Today, whatever day Toyota did stuff. It's um, CES, don't worry about it. Just blur, <laughs> let it blur into a mix. That car sales are higher this year than they have been in forever. Like, right. record-breaking car sales this year. Um, so, like, there's this industry narrative that the car industry is about to explode because Tesla is going to disrupt it and Uber is going to disrupt it. Meantime, people are buying the shit out of cars. Yeah. And I think if you're out there trying to buy a car, you are an idiot if you're not buying a CarPlay and Android Auto car. Yeah, I mean, well, you've had a lot of experience with yeah, them, too. And know, it's like, after I mean, we've all had experience with bad infotainment systems, so we know that something better it's just, needs it's to just be on the CarPlay horizon. and Android Auto are, you know, they're desirable, but they're still, like, far from being good. What about a roll of duct tape and an iPad? You know, that might yeah. be a better experience. <laughs> I mean, let me, tell you, like, let me tell you this. There's a long-running joke that, you know, someday, you know, Microsoft is going to put Windows in your car, and then your car is going to blue screen. Right. Well, Android Auto needs to be rebooted. <laughs> Sometimes it needs to be rebooted oh! when you're doing 70 miles an hour down the road. Da- and like, oh, you mean, you don't mean, like, conceptually rebooted. You mean <laughs> no, actually, actually. I thought you'd just been saving up that burn for, like, weeks. <laughs> no, you actually need to Quick, you unplug need to your write phone, that on the site. restart your phone, because the thing won't accept a voice command. Yeah, it's like, wow. like this is this is where we're at. And, and CarPlay's not much better, if it's better at all. So, like... Yeah, to say to base your entire, you know, maybe it may, might be a, a $25,000 purchase decision on Android Auto and CarPlay, I don't think a lot of people are going to get there for quite a while. But there will be a point where you are going to want those and they are going to be a must-have feature. And I do think down the road, Toyota might see the folly of its ways. No, I mean, there, were, there was this report from GM dealers like in late December that was like, people are coming into our dealerships. And asking for these cars, yeah, yeah. No, and we well, no. are, and GM dealers are now ordering. When they order, they place their wholesale orders. They're no longer ordering GPS units in the cars. They're just ordering the Android Auto and CarPlay. The uh, the I went to the Ford uh, press conference this morning at like seven six thirty. It's really yeah. early, um, and they they did a bunch of things. Um, you know, they, it talks to Amazon Echo now. Uh, and they announced uh, a bunch of other stuff, but they they said morning. that like Ford Sync, um, like 
something like 80 plus percent of their customers said that Ford Sync factored into their purchase decision. Yeah. And so like they care. Uh, but and which is crazy because like Ford Sync was not good. No, right. <laughs> it was but garbage. like th- there's a new version. But like the crazy thing about the Ford but thing Ford is, Sync is just GPS. Like they're just saying yeah. like having a map in my car. No, it's, well, like no, a, it's an Ford app Sync. platform. Yeah. It does all this stuff. It's, but but the, in, when you collapse it to what the consumer wants, they want the nicer stereo with GPS. Right. And something that yeah. connects your phone fast. That's one yeah, problem. Yeah, the, the, the advantage is obviously you get to play the media that's on your phone. You use the apps like Spotify that's on your phone. You have your contacts on your phone. And, you know, you're so used to using Google Maps for everything anyways, you can now have Google Maps in your dashboard. Do you remember people used to put, like, Mac minis yeah. in cars? You know, there's, like, we the whole hobbyist days. thing of, like, putting a, an iPad mini in the dash or a Nexus 7, like, in the dash. Or so a giant right. like, 17-inch tablet, like, in a Tesla. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the crazy thing about the Ford event, and, like, a lot of the car stuff that I heard is, like, oh, man, they oh, Traditional car makers are super defensive. Ford spent like 20 minutes being like, yo, we make our self-driving cars. We make autonomous cars. We've been working on this shit. We've been around forever, guys. And you know what? We're going to partner with another company to do ride sharing or something like that. We're really into it. It's going to be a big, important company. It's going to be really awesome. And we'll tell you later. Yeah. That was literally how they ended their press conference. Well, I mean, they do have the advantage. They do have the advantage of, I mean, tech companies, I guess, have this too. But like they can spread this out. I mean, they have Detroit Auto Show next week. They have. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They they don't need to rush. They've done all these big traditional car makers have done like the first step in saving face, which is like getting themselves out there and like admitting that they're behind the curve. And like apparently that's not affecting sales because yeah. like they're able to write the ship in some way. So like now they're just trying to like let's make progress without making too much progress, but like we need to catch up. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the fourth thing was we have one foot in today and one foot in the future. <laughs> that's huh. their, their thing. Anyways, huh. I it's really a want a, a Focus RS. That's, like, a, that's a line really I didn't expect in 2016. So yeah. I will buy a Ford if it has sync. I mean, we're, like, we're, we're sponsored by Ford, man. I get it. <laughs> I just really want that Ford. You know, I've got a garage to park Who it in. Who doesn't love a Mustang? <laughs> America's car. What was weird to me was, like, I, I was sitting there watching that Faraday. <laughs> Bitchin' Camaro. Uh, that Faraday event last night. And it... I know, to me, it was fun because, like, I, I guess I understood what was going on, uh, and so like it was fine to me. Like, I love concept cars, and yeah. I, it, like it gives me, it gives you a lot of things to think about. It gives a company a lot of things to think about. It may not ever really matter too much, but like, you know, it it does in some ways. And like, they have the reason that that exists is because they have talent behind it. They've been, they like Tesla, like Apple, like Google, any company that's involved in electric cars or in self. Uh, driving cars right now is just like working out of this like increasing pool of talent where they're just stealing it off of everybody else. And yeah. So like it's a sign of like what they're what they've got and like what they're growing. And so I was really excited to see that, uh, even though we don't really know what Faraday Future is going to be. And well, I, it's like what right next to it is like the same day GM invested half a billion dollars in Lyft to build self-driving cars. Right. Which is the same idea. Yeah. What they need to do is get Netflix on board. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, we, instead of cloning yeah. Uber. Get the, the Netflix of Netflix. It's funny because like I've spent the last couple of years thinking about how. <laughs> it's a streaming service that just streams other streaming service subscriptions to you. I spent the last couple of years thinking about that how like. That makes no fucking sense. Just put that out there. How like, uh, like Elon Musk's whole thing with Tesla, if you buy into like his take on tesla is that like he doesn't necessarily want it to be the car that everybody owns which is why he's okay backing down the estimates of how much they're going to sell every year yeah Uh, his thing is like he wants to you know he wants to disrupt the industry he wants to make the car that makes everybody else think oh shit we need to make that car we need to make something electric so i've been 
enjoying watching that ripple spread through this industry. And so if it does really get boiled down to like the Netflix car or the CBS car and these entertainment companies end up mixing I mean, no, that is much, the like, worst possible yeah, future. That's, that's dark. But can you imagine like, I don't even know. You We're know not I, even you know at CES day one and you know it's dark. Like the VH1 monster car. Like just cables. Like <laughs> monster cables to get involved in cars. Monster cables? Just, yeah, like what's the most evil company at, at CES? Oh. What's the most evil company at CES? Oh God! Hmm. How much time? We got to talk about a bunch of other companies. Yeah, yeah. We got well, a lot and that was the other really quick thing that I'll say about Faraday Future was like I sat there last night and I was like, "Wow, we've been right for a couple of years. This is a car show." Yeah. And then today it's happened. A car show. But then today happened, and I was like, "Oh wow, we had a lot of like old tech stuff going on." Like well, I was sitting the, at. A, there's like, so many cars today. There are Volkswagen, Ford. But we for today. Yeah. Toyota. Toyota. Volkswagen's yeah. is really exciting too. We haven't even talked about that, but like. I don't know. I felt like most of the day I was like, "Oh man, we've got some, we've got some consumer tech here. Yeah. We've got cameras, we've got action cameras, we've got <laughs> gadgets are back, man. Ga- well, gadgets are back. It's gadgets uh, and revenge cars. of the gadgets. Revenge of the gadgets. The gadgets awaken. The gadgets, the gadgets awaken. awaken. <laughs> Brought to you by Disney and ABC <laughs> Car. <laughs> you know what's great is when you watch a Disney movie in a Mustang. Yeah. Think about. It. <laughs> God. That's your ad read in three years. You realize <laughs> <Yeah>. that, right? <laughs> when I'm driving my robot Mustang, I like to settle in with a great Wreck-It Ralph sesh. I don't know what that means. Hey, Lauren Good. Lauren, do you want to come on the on the podcast? Lauren is going to yes. kill me. Okay. Um, so we're back. Lauren Good is here. Dan just took off. Peaced out. Hey, everybody. I'm Dan Seifert. Yeah. Just do that. <laughs> that's, all, that's all Dan does. He just announces his name dryly over and over again. Uh, but Lauren, leaves. Uh, so I So I don't know if everybody knows. My role at CS is like largely like I'm a dancer. Ceremonial. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I walk into things. I walk into meetings. rooms. I do. I, 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 I go to meetings. My favorite fucking thing. Um, but... Lauren and Dieter and Sean have just been running around looking at stuff for two days. So what's what have you been seeing so far? First off, let me just say I love how you say that. As though those one of those roles is like way more desirable than the other. Like you say like <laughs> running around and looking at stuff, like you would rather be doing that more than anything in the world. That is all I want to do. I love learning and looking at stuff. And and I'm thinking, oh, I would like to go to your dinners that you're going to. That yeah. sounds pretty amazing. I mean they're um, yeah. But in either case, uh so oh, when like, I eat delicious food, I drink fine wine. <laughs> you, you I actually I, had dinner. Yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> you're dinner. wearing a very nice suit. Yeah, because you got to look good for these like you know these like masters of the universe. You're really yeah. not making a case for yourself right now in this argument. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I've been carrying around a so backpack the- and dressing like I don't know. I'm going into some type of military mission or something. Yeah. So I, for my first pockets. two years at CES, I definitely wore like a tech vest with like hundreds of pockets, yeah, pockets. full of SD cards and like mm-hmm. USB cables. Yeah, I got like yeah, I that's me. That's right. I basically look like, like a that. remote charging well, station. Oh man, Lauren awesome. just pulled out all oh, the more. crap out of her pockets. Pulling gadget after gadget out of her pockets. All right, so uh, well, whatever. You, I think that you the, the running around looking at stuff. That's what the people want to hear about. The people. The people. The, the <laughs> tens of thousands of Vergecast devotees <laughs> who are willing to suffer through how tired we are to listen to the show. Um, but no, there's like a bunch of stuff, and we had a bunch of press conferences today. So yeah. I, I, yesterday was you saw a bunch of new wearable stuff. Yeah, I'm on the wearables beat this year. I started out this morning by going straight to the Fitbit co- press conference first thing in the morning. The Fitbit right. blew up this. Everybody wanted to talk, look at the Fitbit. Yeah, what did they I mean, do that? I totally missed this. Why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was too. That's okay. You were running around looking yeah, at things. Yeah, right. exactly. Why is the Fitbit so good? Fitbit is Fitbit is um, 
I don't think Fitbit's getting quite enough credit for the kind of year they had in yeah. 2015. 2015 right. was a major year for Fitbit. The company went public. That was a big deal. Um, they So as part of going public means they now have quarterly earnings reports. And in those quarterly earnings reports, we were finding out some really interesting stuff about the company. Like they make money and they say, sell millions of devices and stuff like that. <laughs> and they like also just have things, like, yeah. <laughs> just little things like startups in San Francisco don't always do or have. And um, they have this amazing brand recognition. They they really are the the Kleenex the of the fitness tracking, yeah. yeah, of the fitness tracking world. And so they've got all that going for them. And everyone's been waiting to see what is the next Fitbit going to be because last time they came out with something new was early last year, around this time. And um, and so it's the Blaze. It's like this new fitness smartwatch that's not a smartwatch because it doesn't doesn't run third-party apps, but it's but it has, has a display oh, for the first time, a, a color display. Third-party apps. It does not. No, I mean the surge is really the surge is the mother of all Fitbits, as I like to call it. Right. It's a GPS equipped fitness watch. It has long battery life. It has a display. It tracks a bunch of different activities, and it will show. Fitbit does show you smart notifications uh, from okay. the phone. Oh no! So you can pair it. Oh, I can't wait to review this Intel wearable. <laughs> I'm gonna put this one on right with my other ones. Oh my god! <laughs> How many are you wearing right now? I'm wearing. Um, I will say we were at. Uh, wait, is that so? What's <coughs> What's the one on your wrist? Lauren, oh, okay. I don't know if Lauren's going to come that back one from her first CES Verge experience. <laughs> the, oh, this is actually the, my seventh, but it's, it is my first with the Verge, and yeah. it's just it's a it's a totally different CES. <laughs> um, but you know, so this is the Pebble Time Round. Right. It's dead. This is the new Under Armour band, one of the other uh, new so activity trackers we've seen. We can now at the embargo. We were at a, a wearables briefing yesterday. And, and I was wearing she got it. lots of attention, obviously, from the people there. But yeah. but people were loving that she was wearing a Pebble Time round. Yeah, they were maybe, fascinated by it. Uh, yeah, a lot of people ask me, why do you wear the Pebble? Yeah. And I, and I say, well, at an event like this, you just want to wear something that has the longest battery life possible. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want to have to charge something else every day. My Apple Watch died in the first day, and I have not yet recharged it. I had well, a, you like, recently I, performed like a, a social thought experiment on everybody, right? Didn't you like go with it dead for two months or yes, something? No, no, it like, no, it was like six months. <laughs> I just wore a dead Apple Watch for like months and no one noticed. That's great. The only I person I noticed repeatedly was... Oh, sorry. Oh, we're doing oh, Fitbit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the Fitbit surge was last year's big Fitbit announcement, and there were a couple other ones as well. Uh, this Fitbit, the Fitbit Blaze, is a fully featured fitness watch like the surge it'll track a bunch of different stuff but it doesn't have gps it also happens to be the first fitbit with an lcd color display fitbit has right. never done color displays right. before so in like a weird way it's inching a little bit more towards a real smart watch in terms of its looks the aesthetics of it but it's not quite a real smart watch because it doesn't have third-party app support which some people might like actually but it's also not quite a full featured fitness watch because it doesn't have gps right so it's sort of this weird in-between thing i mean i wrote a whole thing on, on theverge.com about it <laughs> that it's a little bit harder to categorize i yeah. think than some of the other fitbits what's well, crazy because people love Fitbit. like i i think you've written it like obama just wears a surge dude yeah. loves that thing and he was just wearing it recently again in a video with the the seinfeld video the comedians yeah. in cars mm -hmm. uh and it's like the president just like endlessly wears a Fitbit surge and I know all kinds of people who wear uh, charges charge HRs mm -hmm. um, and it, you're right they're like the Kleenex it's like you're gonna buy a Fitbit thing or a fitness thing you just kind of end up buying a Fitbit right um, and then the blaze is like well first of all it you saw it in person in the photos it looks horrifically ugly yeah, it, looks it is really not bad. a very attractive like Fitbit. it has a giant bezel and it, it kind of looks like the first basis 
Yeah. Oh, yes. Which I will say, I'm not going to lie. It's like super I, angular. Sa- yes. uh, Samsung's first uh, wearable like The Samsung fitness Gear watch Fit? Thing. The one that yeah. was a, like a band? Yeah. Uh, no, like the watch. I don't know. Oh, the, the, the very first Galaxy Gear, you mean? Yes, yes. Yeah, Galaxy yeah, Gear and the, the basis are two of the more common things I see on the New York City subway. And really? in New York, yeah, it is bizarre how much I've seen the oh, basis. Oh, the first Galaxy that gave a ton of those away for free, though. Well, that's why. But the basis, like, who is like, man, <laughs> I have that basis. And then, that the basis I mean, Intel the bought that. Heart rate? Yeah, Intel yeah. did buy them. Intel bought yeah. that yeah. and, like, forgot it away. They were like, no. There's no I received a free basis yeah. at the code conference, like, two years ago. Yes, I did as well. And people, actually, a friend of mine tried to, like, buy one recently, and she couldn't. And she said, do you still have that basis from the code conference? And I was like, yeah, you can well, have it. Good, can good luck with the updated plays. software for that thing. <laughs> um, well, no, because Becky is like, I want... Uh, um, She's like, I want one with heart rate. And I was like, try this basis. And she like looked at me. She's like, I want a surge. Or a, oh. Like straight up. No, she wanted oh, she a charge. She wanted the uh, charge HR. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, really? She's like, I know what it's called. I want that one. I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't voice this other garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the um, new one has optical heart rate sensors too. So it doesn't yeah. have GPS, but it does have the heart rate tracking. But it's actually a pop-out tracker, which uh, if you don't see it in person, you can't really Is get that the full. Is that what's so huge? It, it, well, it's a, it's a frame, right? It's a frame around a square tracker so you pop the square tracker out there are actually gaps between the top of the in the bottom of the so frame and this thing product. so you pop it out and then you could maybe pop it into a nicer band like a leather <laughs> band and frame or a different frame sure. a rose gold frame coming down the road yeah if you want to dress it up a little bit i'm i'm a little i don't know we're gonna to have to wait until we really test this thing before we make our full assessment um i mean i guess the one thing that fitbit has going for it is that because there are these millions of people that have bought fitbits maybe some people already t- tied to their software and so if you're already sort of sucking well, the Fitbit the big, system then the big decision to not integrate with like they Apple, don't health, Apple or health or Google yeah. Fit and then they got kicked um, out of the Apple store that's right which is like kind of a, like if you just think about that whole thing and then they're still huge and popular like yes. make a ton of money I don't know but it's if you're asking like why why are we talking about Fitbit so much this was literally the top post on our site all day yesterday was it really? yeah, yeah. yeah. oh that's great um, and I think it's crazy that a company like Fitbit just has this insane loyal like everyone just who has Fitbit is like I want the new best one or I want to upgrade or I want to wear a band when I always think of Fitbit as like the commodity like it's the little thing that you clip to your pants and like Lose. Oh, yeah. that's so cute in 2010. I know. Now it's like all about strapping things. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I have to say the most interesting thing that I think I've seen. To your wrist. Yeah. Oh, wait, let's that's talk about the Intel one. Wrist. What is this? What is this? The, so oh, Intel at their uh, <sighs> keynote, keynote today. Uh, Intel's keynote today, it was the grand CES keynote, which uh, traditionally... Uh, either Microsoft did it, Qualcomm had an insane one. It's it's like a big blow. We're going to show you the future. And Intel had the best press conference of all last year. So they got the okay. keynote this year. It's going to be awesome. Uh, and instead, their CEO, Brian Krasanich, was on stage for like three hours. It was, it was a long one. It was not the kind and of other that companies could, that typically go long went short this year. So it felt yeah. even longer. Yeah. <laughs> And he could not hold the stage for that long. So anyway, this this thing has uh, Intel Curie in it, their tiny little computer chip thing that can like track all sorts of positioning data. Um, and so it lights up, and we were supposed to wave our wrists around while... Um, they were taught a dance. We were taught a dance that we didn't do. The entire <laughs> Wait, audience what? was like, yeah, we're yeah. not going to dance. There is an Wait, instruction who card. The who, was the, who was the guy that, they, that played? And so then the musicians also used them to like play invisible instruments. I don't even know what you're, t- you're so, saying. Yeah. I know. <laughs> okay, so 
<laughs> my brain is not processing anything. Dieter's doing the thing where he live logged it, so he wasn't there. Like, yeah, his yeah. brain went away. He was like a typing machine. <laughs> so Intel, makes, I don't a, know what Intel makes a chip called the Curie. Yes, I'm familiar with the Which can track all kinds of stuff. Year, they announced it last year. Yeah. This year, they're like, yeah, they're we're putting the it. Curie in stuff now. Cool. And so you can put it in a snowboard, and it can like tell what trick you're doing because of the Curie. And so they put it in this little wristband. Uh, this is what Taylor Swift did a while ago, and they could we could like clap and make a thing happen on a screen, or we could they they could like make it light up and sync with during to the music while we waved our arms in a certain way, and it was else. it was a very weird thing to see a, a keynote for CES, considering that this idea has been around in music, not just Taylor Swift, like this idea of like wear something or put something on your phone that will enhance the audience participation by turning it into like, you know, a, a fourth sense, you know, like there are apps and other wearables like this that people have like downloaded and gotten upon entering concerts for the last couple of years now mm-hmm. where it's like, it'll sync up with the music. Like Dan Deacon did this like a couple of years ago in like smaller shows and then it spread to like big arena shows. And so Intel was like, putting a lot of attention on just because it has Curie in it. It's like this thing, look at how cool this is. Like, so we're Intel kind of has our a keynote on this. <laughs> they have a reputation for showing things off at CES that really are true prototypes and yep. yeah. in a lot of cases don't come to market. So what did they say anything about so wearables the, that we'll actually see this year? Uh, the New Balance promised to make an Android Wear watch. Oh. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the whole thing. What? That was the yeah. news. <laughs> oh. The, the New Balance is 3D printing soles for shoes now too. It would have been better if they were just 3D printing souls. Yeah. No, so <laughs> the one thing that I will give Intel credit for. I need a new one. Is Mine is dead. Last now. year they showed that drone that the could. The battery died. Last year they showed the drone that could like, dodge trees. You, you have, there's no light in your care. eyes. I don't care. I've 3D matter. printed you a sorry, no, You're right. You're right, though, because this was the one thing that. Uh, this was you the one thing they actually you built can't on. Three D print a non-existent thing. <laughs> oh my god, Dieter doesn't have a soul. Oh. You need one. Well, let's go over. We're gonna cure. Let's go over to the sands. Whip it up. And find some three D printing companies. Call the new companies. balance people. <laughs> um, uh, well, let's please send Casey Newton around tomorrow to three D printing companies <laughs> and ask him if they can print souls. <laughs> Have you noticed when Casey's doing like the big video thing, he talks like a 1940s gangster? Yes. Really? yes. Well, now, I, now I am. <laughs> I don't want to do an impression of <laughs> Can you 3D print me a soul? Like he does it. It's like, the Withings Activity Book. <laughs> I still need to watch that video for, that you guys did. I, thank it's, you for this is going to be one of those things where people are going to watch this video and they're going to say this is just not funny. And yeah. we're so loopy right now that we think no, I've if you want to know what CES tweets is like. from people who are like, when are you going to get drunk and make like. an ass of yourself on a, on a podcast? And we did yeah. it. We're here for you. Um, um, but Dieter, continue. I'm sorry. I'm so rude. We so rudely interrupted Intel you. gets credit for the drone they showed off last year with a real sense that could like dodge trees and while it follows you. They are they, they found a company to actually make it production for under two grand, and they had it on stage, and like it works. Yeah. So like, whereas really last impressive. year it was like they set it up in this big net area and it was dodging like buildings that were made out of like paper. And now this it's year like, they set it up in a big net area and it was dodging trees that were made of paper. Right. It wasn't the idea yeah. that, but these, it was these were the a more impressive dodging. Yeah, yeah. For the, to <laughs> feed the three D printer. Right? Didn't weren't that, the photos taken or something? The photos of the souls taken with. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> uh, it was a ghost camera. Uh, Intel made a ghost camera. <laughs> Begin taking photos. Of souls. They, can, I they mean, can stick a tablet in your face and like go like this for a couple seconds, and then your face gets 
pasted onto the body of uh, the the main character in. Uh, it's funny Fallout because 4. until you said pasted, it sounded like you were going to make a joke about looking at souls. souls. <laughs> <laughs> you can see your aura. It's, it's a strong anyway, one within you. Intel whiffed uh, their keynote super hard. I think everybody whiffed their good stuff that keynotes. was bad. No, that uh, was the badly. only two keynotes that were good, in my opinion, so far, mm-hmm. uh, were sections of two keynotes. Okay. It was Samsung and LG yeah. when they started talking about washing machines and refrigerators. And yes. Yeah. Like, I have yes. never, I mean, you want to talk about swagger. Like, the dude from, like, LG is, like, he, he literally was, like, he's, like, we are leading this industry trend, the game-changing industry trend towards black stainless steel. And it was like no one, like everyone, like <laughs> no, 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 no one else operated in the same headspace. <laughs> I have this and theory. And he was like, "Fucking mic drop." I have this like, theory about these appliance doing? guys at Samsung and LG. Imagine you're you're an appliance executive, right? Yes. You. I live, imagine every day you live a super boring life. Con- they look. They're all super fit. No, no, they some have great suits. Yeah, yeah they all have great suits. Dude from Samsung has that really nice. But this is what I'm saying. He looks like that guy that's going to slip you a twenty dollar bill at your graduation party and be like, "You're welcome." Yeah, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> that is exactly imagine these guys say. outside of CES yeah. and like the 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 coolest they can be. They can't be cool at all. They're they, they go to Sears, right? They go to meetings with like yeah, Kenmore. they there, man. This that's is their super Those guys. Can you imagine the fucking guys on the other side of the table? Sears, like the dude, the Samsung dude's coming. Like but everybody, comb your hair, <laughs> shine your shoes. If they have that kind of cool and swagger on stage at CES, imagine what happens when they go meet with Kenmore. No, I think we have to start going to like appliance conventions and yeah. just seeing how like how throwback. I'm, I'm sick that week. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually you in. have to go to the appliance pepcom. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm saying you have to run around and do. Uh, I'll I'll make it fun. No, uh, but the, the Samsung fridge. smart fridge. This is so stupid. The family. It was hub. the first thing that leaked out of CES. Yes. And like the first post on our site that like had an immediate traffic spike. Yeah. And well, it's like a touchscreen on a fridge. It's like oh. a 21.5 inch touchscreen. It has like Android controls at the bottom. It has like a home yeah. button. Yeah. It's t- well, it's Tizen, but it, like. And when you're traveling, I feel like if I said even to our audience, it has Tizen controls at the bottom. People are like. What like, does that even mean? They like pull over, they on pull it? over their cars and start. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the, the supposed features <laughs> is that when you're traveling away from your connected fridge and you're you're in some place with a dumb fridge, you can get on your phone and you can send a little message to your family back home on the yeah. fridge screen. Yeah. So when someone's like in the kitchen late at night, they get totally freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> just your face. Also, I, like in, no, like. But like, also in reality, most people have phones. Like, why would you be like, <laughs> please go to the kitchen? The like, you're like texting, face you're texting your son. Cool. You're like, I, it's like son, really, I need you to go to the kitchen. It's like the basis of a Black Mirror episode where you're like sending this heartfelt message, and like your family has like left. You think they're home, but like, <laughs> like, like sending your husband. How like long a, until a dick pic is not there? I mean, like fridge, immediately, right? <laughs> like, if you are the sort of person who's like buying like a forty thousand dollar <laughs> fridge, you're like, you know what? Gonna put my junk on is that it. how much it is? It's I don't know. I'm just assuming it's some enormous. They're really expensive. Number. The it LG does, one has it, a it, sensor in the bottom. When you walk up to it with your foot, it opens itself for yeah. you. That's yeah. actually pretty cool. And LG did one a few years ago here. I don't know if it ever. I think it actually is on the market, um, where it would like chill your beer and wine in like eight minutes. Yeah, no, they, they've a all special got like that. chill drawer. So I'm assuming that new anymore. Am I that behind the times with refrigerators? <laughs> like, Netflix and not. chill drawer. We're all behind the. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I mean, the, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> the 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 Samsung fridge 
probably has a Netflix app. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you can watch Netflix. And then does Tizen have a Netflix wine. app? Yeah. See, this is yes, the problem. The smart look, TV. look, guys, this refrigerator fragmentation has gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> How are they going to get look, developers? The smart fridge is awesome. You, it'll, it can mirror the TV show on your Samsung smart TV in the kitchen. Um, can you read tweets? I don't know. Yes. I only want I want to check. What the about milk, Snapchat? And I want to tweet about it immediately if it's gone bad. You can pull up the app on your <laughs> phone and get the picture the, the picture of the inside of your fridge from the last time the door was closed. I'm sorry, that first world problem is not big enough for me. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, it's kind of it's just so like this. Is what I mean, the appliance guys like so every other part of the Samsung thing was like we have invested in the same. UHD logo is the other part. Oh, Samsung UHD was Alliance. super angry about how they are the only ones who understand how to make super UHD SUHD TVs, and everybody else's SUHD is garbage. Like everyone, like not, well, not I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna go ahead and way, contrast that but, that level of confidence yeah. in actual products displayed uh, with our friends at Sony, who, <laughs> who began building up an announcement for their uh, UHD television, only to back it off. By saying, and we are announcing the industry's first UHD logo. What? And they displayed a logo, oh and that was the announcement. <laughs> and they're like, this logo will teach consumers that they can trust in Sony's UHD. And it was like, you're, you announced a picture? <laughs> what? Literally not even, it's a picture. Like, you're just going to glue it on things. Wow. The Sony one was so Why did they so take the year confused. off? They just hung out. What did this show? Did I, I'm so so tired. Did they show? <laughs> did they show anything? They showed exciting? a camcorder. Yeah. So they. The oh. Lots of 4K camcorders. A, oh, I was gonna say, does it work with VHS? So, yeah. No, I mean it was like. Does the, it work with eight millimeter? Sony's like <laughs> yeah. my favorite, uh, favorite company alive lock here because they usually have like, I was saying, uh, telling a story earlier uh, to the staff, not to the people listening to this. I'm gonna tell you the story now. Um, sorry, it's just brain, just not working. Uh, words. Uh, but like five years ago, Sony had like Taylor Swift play, and like everything was in 3D. And then there was like four. And like this year, the cause rolled on stage, and he was like, "Let's just talk about CS." And then he would like they just brought out some partners. Like they're like, "Here's the president of Screen Gems, a Sony picture company." And literally, Mike Vassilou, the president of Sony Electronics, was like, "So let's get to the question that everybody's asking themselves." And everyone's like, yes. Like, what new prototype camera have you been using? And he's like, why are Sony cameras the best? And the guy was like, they are the best. And it was like, are you guys just, like, broing out a little bit? And then he left. That was, that it. was it. And they brought he out a guy. He actually answered the question. You know, he, he was just like, they're best. You know, like, we can hang them up. We can, like, move them around. We can shoot he's things like, with make, them. He's like, we make cool sensors. Yeah, they and, and then souls. they brought out a guy from YouTube. Every Screen Gems uh, movie, actually, if you watch it in a black light, you lose your soul. It's just souls. Especially if you watch it in the self driving car that just came to pick you up. <laughs> the Screen Gems car that's bringing you to. Oh my God. Uh, God. It's the darkest timeline. <laughs> it is. I know. I'm so scared about it. I could have nightmares today. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> God. Uh, and then they brought out a guy from YouTube and they're like, and he was like, YouTube is growing. Everyone loves YouTube. And Microsoft was like, you know what? YouTube is pretty great. And Who's like, the guy from YouTube? Uh, Lucas something. Okay. Um, but they just talked about YouTube for a while. Like, they didn't talk about what Sony was doing with YouTube. Oh. They just literally discussed YouTube and how cool it was, and the guy left. And Sony was like, that's the kind of stuff we like to see. What? Yeah. I mean, like, literally no products were announced. They announced a 4K camera, a camcorder, the hottest product category at CES. I uh, asked, I bet David Pierce $100 that he couldn't get the headline, camcorders are back into Wired tomorrow. So... 
you're just looking at you, bud. If you could pull that off, you got money waiting for you. They never went away. Uh, he, he doubled me up. He said if he could get camcorders or lit as fuck, I would have 200 bucks. So we'll see. Amazing. Uh, anyway, so they announced that. They announced, um, I don't know, headphones and speakers. They announced a record player. Oh yeah, um, record player. Record player is like the hottest category at CS yeah. this year. We're huh. sitting right near like a record cool player company. Style record yeah, player? yeah like Technics. The Panasonic Technics brought the brought Technics brand back. back. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the legendary SL twelve hundred. They put out like super expensive. Retro is back. Yeah, so Retro's back, and then uh, uh, Kodak is putting out like a film camera. Yeah, yeah. the Super Eight. So like Retro super gadgets are like having a, a real moment here. Yeah, um, Kodak's not only making putting out a eight millimeter film camera. Kodak's making something, right? Well, yeah, I mean they're like they've they're like. Polaroid over the last couple of years where they just are like, oh, you, yeah, you'll take our brand and give us some money? Like, yeah, put it on whatever. That yeah. object look, looks cool. I read something in the New York, New York Times did a fantastic story on um, Kodak last year, and there's something like at one point Kodak had 145,000 employees, and now they're down to like 5,000 Well, yeah, that was the thing. Like, in, like the, in the 40s and 50s, Kodak was Apple. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they no longer, I mean, they make a fraction of the amount of film that they once made. And the film that they do make now, they make to sell specifically to ho- like ho- certain Hollywood studios yep. that they have deals with. And that's the only reason why they make the film. And but that's they are 35 be, millimeter and 8 millimeter is even harder to find. Yeah, which is I, what I saw some on B&H today, actually. I was poking yeah. around after I saw that the Super 8 was coming back and out. And getting it developed is even harder. And getting harder. it developed oh, is God. expensive. I shot some on a project like a couple years ago. It's like $25 and $50 a roll, right? Yeah, it's... It's closer to 50, and then getting it processed is another 50 to 100, and then getting it digitized is like another 50 to 100. So Kodak has said, I believe, that they will do the the digitizing if you send your film to them to be processed. Mm-hmm. So we'll give you some type of digital copy that you can project. So this is a thing. The Super uh, Sony 8. had like a similar. It's totally different. Sony's not going to do anything for you. They're just going to. They're just going to show you their friends. Um, but their <laughs> record player is like a high-res audio record player, so it's a very nice record player. And then it plugs into your computer over USB, and there's an app that, like, converts your records into high-res digital files for their, like, library of high-res digital audio goods. And they're like, it's all of the convenience of digital plus the thing you love about vinyl. And it's it's just funny that Kodak's thing is, like, use all this, like, ritualistic analog stuff and then we'll give you the digital files. And then we'll you want process anyway. it. Yeah. And I, it's yeah. it's kind of a weird. I'm not sure that that's the answer. Like that's the old answer, right? Like I think people like record players because there's all this like ritualistic stuff, and they're not like, man, I wish I had these files on my phone. Like they 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 have them anyway. Yeah, that's true. Like if you're listening to an album on Spotify, like you just have you don't. I don't know. It's it's very like that part of the retro gadgets thing is like I don't think the companies know why people like them. So I caused her eye today. Was or like, they do know, and they're just blatantly no. tapping into nostalgia. No, I, caused, I was like, I asked, caused her eye today. I was like, why do you think there's a vinyl? Like, there's a boom in vinyl sales. Like, people are buying vinyl records again, and there's a bunch of turntables here at CES. Um, and I was like, why do you think this is happening? He's like, I don't know, like, nostalgia? Like, and he, like, kind of went down the, like, millennials are crazy road. He's like, you know, these millennials, they like, they like the rituals. And, like, the, and I was like, you don't actually <laughs> like. I think it's like Spotify kind of sucks as a music experience. I and mean, if like you love bands, you want to pay them. You don't want a CD. So you like you buy this. It's like yeah. there's yeah. all this other stuff about it. And like I don't think like shooting film is like what you want to do is shoot film, send it back, send it away, and then receive get back. Get a digital copy back. Get like an SD card. Yeah. And I think that's well, like that's the only way you can edit it. I mean, no one. Yeah. We got to wrap. You know how to edit film. Yeah. Because of the saw that's buzzing. Oh, we yeah. need to talk about the bra. No. Let's talk about the bra. 
We can talk about it another time. Another time. Are you going to be on tomorrow? It's a tease. They're, yeah. they're sawing. I think we're going to die. We're going to die. There's She's I haven't, wait, Dieter, I have it's one up. note here. Well, Lauren, say two sentences about the bra. And then I have a note here. All it says here, all I've written down is Dieter has a lot to say about Samsung. Oh, wow. So I want to hear about the bra, and then I want to hear just a taste of what that is. We can pick it up tomorrow. All right. I've been wearing a connected sports bra. What? And it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not wearing it now, but for working out. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll have plenty more on that. We're going to do a booth video with the company behind it. Wow. There's a story on TheVerge.com about it right now. Right now. Yes. It's uh, it's 11 p.m. It's, um, <laughs> yep. Uh, I wrote that one like, I don't know, like one in the morning the other night or something. Wow. So like, you know it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was working out in the, in the smart bra all weekend before I came here. And it's, it's I was like, oh, whatever. It's just like a what does it do? heart rate strap that's built into a bra. But it's it's cool. Um, so it's, it's called the OM signal bra, the mm-hmm. OM bra. And it measures your heart rate, your breathing rate, your heart rate variability, your overall activity. But the cool thing is that it pairs with an app for like live monitoring while you're working out. So you keep the app open and you see like, you actually see your heart, your heart pulsing and like this, I don't know, in either case. But then the best part about it is it, because it knows your activity levels, it tells you how hard you worked out after the fact. And I found out that like, I think I work out really hard and you really don't. Yeah. Like, oh. I worked out for an hour on Sunday and I thought, Sunday morning, and I thought, this, I'm, I'm a rock star. And then I looked at the at the Om Signal app because we're in the sports bra, and it said it basically said you worked out for like 15 minutes at the level you should have been, hmm. and five minutes were warm up, and 40 minutes were junk. This is the new theme of wearables that make you feel bad about yourself. Well, yeah, is that yeah, something you hadn't been do. getting? You wear a lot of stuff, fitness stuff, and you've tested it in that way. But if you do, if you go for is that like something a, you haven't gotten from those? Well, yeah, I mean, if you if you hit 10,000 steps or you go for a three mile right. run or something like that. You feel a sense of accomplishment. You're like, okay, I got my daily activity in, and I'm I'm going to be a healthy person and and stave off disease and all this stuff. But if you're not actually working out hard and getting your heart rate up to a certain level, um, and you don't have anything to like tell you that, then that's a whole different thing. Like a lot of people don't really know what heart rate zones they should be in and what they should be doing. And so, I mean, this is next level. This is this is like this is beyond just I need to get off off the couch, right? Right. This right. is this is like for people who maybe are like are like, okay, I'm ready to train. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just found that really interesting. And I'm definitely going to have to test it a lot more. This was based on yeah. one weekend of using it. But I was intri- I was intrigued by it. Yeah. I'm telling you, wearables make you feel bad. That was the whole theme of Unveiled yesterday for me. Really? Yeah, it was like, like every wearable is like, your hair is falling out. Let's shoot lasers at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like, now Wait. there are smart scales. <laughs> I don't know. But there are, like, scales no. now that you step on, and the scales are like, oh, yeah. you still have 17 pounds to go. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and then you're like, you're like, no, don't send that weight to the app. Don't do it. And, the, and then it's, like, sinking. Yeah. And you're like, it's there. It's already there. And then you Yanking open your phone, and your phone's like, you're fat. Like, yeah. it's, well, no, it's, it's like, as people, we're not allowed to say that to each other anymore. So we've pushed it off to the robots. Absolutely. Oh. Oh. The robots exactly. are like you. You could stand to lose if shame you. wearables. <laughs> shame wearables. <laughs> but no, we Casey and I were looking at one called the Sculpt yesterday. That uh, you like, you spray water on yourself and you hold this like Bluetooth electric <laughs> thing on you, and it tells you what your muscle adequacy is <laughs> it, or muscle quality. Not because one of the things is like adequate. It's like muscle quality. Yeah. Like you have. Can I just have muscles. some? Can it just say some? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All of them. You have it's, ina- it's inadequate muscles, and you're lacking a soul. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that, preview your, your many thoughts story. about Samsung. Uh, Samsung's smart TV platform, mm-hmm. the new the new stuff, 
looks really good. Yes, and Ooh. LG has a partnership with Time Warner Cable, so the TV is actually a cable box. Samsung does. It's Sam- not. It's not a cable box. Oh, Samsung box. does. It, like, Samsung. Sorry. It, they were very vague on the Time Warner thing. LG had if it, it were the cable box, I would have been flipping out. But they, it can like it can it can interact with the guide in some way. Yeah. But so the thing that they do, they didn't fully explain how it works. So I'm pretty sure this is how it works. When you plug a peripheral into the TV, it uses uh, HDMI CC to detect what it is. Like because you know an Xbox says, "Hey, I'm an Xbox." Yeah. And then, this the, you and you say, okay, I want the Xbox cube on the interface to be here. And as you do that, Samsung's like, oh, you want to use this Xbox? That's cool. I know it's an Xbox. I'm gonna download from the database in the cloud in the sky all the remote control commands for it and automatically put it on your remote. Yeah. And it just boom, like you as soon as you plug that shit into your TV, your remote is programmed for it. Yeah. That's genius. That's pretty cool. And that's not even like. Oh my God! You solved this insane ecosystem problem. That's just like, oh, you know what? We actually have these Lego pieces. If we just made them talk to each other, <laughs> um, and I think that's cool. I think like they deserve to be commended for it. I have no idea if like every other smartphone or smart TV platform that it will be complete garbage in, you know, three months after you buy it. Uh, but you know, as a well, demo, it's, it was it's great. just interesting because if the core man, I could talk about. We should do this tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I could talk to you TVs online. But if the if your like Samsung represents the realist competition for Apple in TVs, right? Yeah. Like if you buy the big, beautiful 4K OLED Samsung TV and it has a reasonably good operating system that is like cool to use and like does all this stuff for you, yep. integrates actual television and then yep. has Netflix and lets you buy movies. Yep. Then what Apple needs is like really killer fucking apps for the Apple TV to get you to use it. Yep. And that is the piece of the puzzle. Wait, well, you're I putting mean, the Apple TV box in the same category as Samsung's smart TV yeah. interface. In terms of needing needing to compete, why would to you win? need to buy that thing? Yeah. Why would you need to buy the Apple when, TV yeah. thing? When when the Time Warner executive started walking on stage, I was literally vibrating. No, the like, Time Warner executive. No, 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 what's going to happen? No, 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 I have. Oh, I. Have, oh, I knew. I knew. I knew it wouldn't. The Time happen. Warner executive walks on the stage every year. But he said we. He said they said something like they said the word like integration, and I was like, ah, yeah, no, ah, no. this is the dance. This is the dance. Ah, the ah, dance. It's awful. Ah, but this and it never year actually happens. Ah. Is what you're saying? It's because it, they're just they're they're bad at it. Uh, <laughs> it's why. Anyway, we'll, we'll pick this up tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow on the Verge Cast at CES. It's the Vergecast Trader Cast. Yes. With David Pierce, Joanna Stern, and Sam Sheffer. Oh, oh my God. That's going to be ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Is any, is any actual Virgin play going to be on it? You. Okay. <laughs> Don't <laughs> surprise, dear. <laughs> okay, pretty sure it's you. Oh, so, dear. What are you doing tomorrow night? Uh, yeah. Um, but anyway, so that'll be exciting. Um, I think that's And we have two more Thursday and Friday yeah. as well. So tons of, tons of stuff from CS. This one, surprisingly normal. Um, yeah, you shaky say that, but if you were to listen to it... Well, there was the uh, <laughs> electric sawing that occurred. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Please uh, listen to The Verge. Listen to The Vergecast. Watch our videos. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, Definitely subscribe to us yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. We're just pumping videos on YouTube. It's, it's in- yeah, big props to our video team. Um, yes. Yeah, everyone's here. It's a super fun week. I love CES. I think it's... There's a lot of garbage that gets announced here, but there's also like just a lot of fun to be had with toys. And isn't that why we do what we do? Yes. All right. Yeah. That's it. Fine. Thank you guys so much. We'll we'll see you tomorrow.